Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and this week we're featuring stories from three of our 2019 best-selling books about dogs, cats, and angels. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today, I bring you inspiration from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. This new collection offers glimpses into the lives of regular people who find themselves in extraordinary and unexplainable situations. From miraculous connections and answered prayers to divine intervention and inexplicable healing to angels, and messages from heaven, these stories prove that miracles can happen every day to people from all walks of life. You know we get thousands of submissions for each of our books, and we can only choose 101 stories to put in each book, so we really do get to publish the cream of the crop. And the stories in this book are what I call wow stories. So I want to share a couple of them today about miraculous interventions from strangers who brought some very wise words into their chance meetings with our writers. In the first case, Dale Allen Shockley and her husband had just had an argument, which is something they had been doing a lot, and they were frustrated and they were not getting through to each other. So Dale said, I'm getting out of here. And she grabbed an old loaf of bread and she drove to a duck pond 12 miles away in the center of a cemetery. For some reason, that duck pond always drew her during difficult times. She got there, and she was greeted by a flock of ducks, and they followed her to a small bench next to the pond, and they ate all the bread that she had brought within minutes, and then she was alone with her thoughts. And she realized something then. She realized that she always wanted to have the last word no matter what, and she wouldn't stop talking, even though it was bad for her marriage. She had tried to be more silent, but it never worked. She always fell back into her bad habit of talking, talking, talking. And she had even taped scripture to her bathroom mirror, and the words said, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. But still, she kept talking too much. So she looked at the ducks, which were now in the pond, and she could see their reflections in the water, and she thought, if only I could behold my own reflection like the ducks in the water. If only I could see myself. And she started to say a silent prayer, asking God to let her see herself and show her a way to keep her mouth shut more often. Well, just then, an elderly man pulled up in an ancient Cadillac. He was old, too, but he was tall and lean, and he moved briskly to the front of the car, swinging two loaves of bread. And he quickly laid the bags of bread on the hood of the Cadillac, and he opened them, and he began flinging those white pieces of bread through the air like they were tiny white Frisbees. Dale called out to him, You come here often? But he couldn't hear her, so he came over to where she sat. 
And then she says it was weird. He seemed to stare curiously at her forehead instead of at her whole face. It was really awkward, and she didn't know what else to say to him. But just then, the ducks came and clustered around them, and they were quacking so loudly, and it was so annoying. They were demanding more bread. And Dale wanted to say to the ducks, be quiet. Finally, the man said, I got to split. And then he pointed a bony finger at the noisy ducks, and he said, you know, them crazy ducks just don't know when to hush. Then he walked back to his car, and he took off, and Dale sat there stunned. She thought, what did he say? Did he say those crazy ducks just don't know when to hush? And she recalled her earlier prayer, her desire to see herself. Was this the answer to her prayer? Did she sound like those annoying quacking ducks? Had the man said those crazy ducks just don't know when to hush to help her learn to keep quiet once in a while? And then the ducks went quiet, and Dale got back in her car, and she went home to her husband. He had been worried about her because she was gone for a while. And she gave him a big kiss, and she told him that she had gotten some great pointers for their marriage. After the break, a stranger says just the right words to another one of our writers, saving her life. Francine Billingsley was finishing up a two-week vacation, and she only had two things left on her to-do list. She was lying in bed debating, should she paint the accent wall in her family room? Or should she go for her routine mammogram, which was scheduled for that day? She really didn't want to do either thing as she finished up her vacation. But then she decided, I think I'll do the painting and reschedule the mammogram. But it was going to be the third time she rescheduled her mammogram. So she went downstairs to get breakfast, and her mother asked what she was planning to do. And Francine went into the pantry to get some oatmeal, and she heard a voice say, go for your mammogram. And she called out to her mom, no, I'm going to reschedule. And then she heard the voice again say, don't put it off any longer. And so she said, Ma, why are you talking like that? And her mom said, I haven't said a word. So after breakfast, Francine went out to a shopping strip to get the paint because she was going to do the wall. But first she stopped at a gift shop, which was next to the paint store. She wanted to pick up some cards. And while she was browsing, she spotted a pink statue of an angel. And she reached for it, and just then a woman who was standing next to her said, she's a beautiful breast cancer angel. Well, Francine was very busy examining the angel. She didn't even look at the woman. She just said, yes, she is, and I collect angels, but she's a little pricey. I only stopped in to pick up some cards, and I have to go next door to get some paint. So she put the angel back on the shelf, and then she stopped short because she felt this sharp pain run from her shoulder right down her arm. And that woman next to her placed her hand gently on the shoulder that hurt, and Francine felt calm and peace and a warmth that seemed to cover her left side. And then, in a voice which sounded like the one Francine had heard in the pantry, the woman said, Honey, get the angel and your mammogram. You'll be fine. And then she turned quickly and walked away. Well, Francine was stunned. How did this woman know that she was supposed to be going for a mammogram? And why did she feel that wave of warmth when the woman touched her shoulder? She wanted to ask the woman what was going on, but she had disappeared. Well, Francine decided she could paint the wall some other time. She bought that pink breast cancer angel, and she went to the hospital for her mammogram. As it turned out, the mammogram revealed a problem, and a biopsy confirmed it. 
And a week after that fortuitous encounter with that woman, Francine had surgery and was diagnosed with stage 2 ductal carcinoma breast cancer. Now, through the surgery, the agony of chemotherapy, and all those months of being sick and tired, Francine never gave up hope because she remembered the words that that strange lady had told her after she told her to go and get the mammogram. The lady had also said, you'll be fine. So Francine clung to those words and they helped her get through the whole process. She was declared cancer-free nine years ago and she passed on her pink breast cancer angel to another breast cancer patient because she wanted to pass along the magic. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. You can pick up a copy at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Target, Amazon, wherever you like to get your books. Look for the distinct bluish-purplish cover. The strangest thing happened when we printed this book. Half the books came back blue, and half the books came back purple, and that has never happened to us before. But anyway, in both colors, I think it's one of the most beautiful books we've ever created, and it has been doing extremely well. You can also head over to chickensoup.com, and you can click on the podcast button to learn more about this new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. You'll see a link to the book there, and you can read about what's inside it. Now, I'll be sharing a lot of stories from the book over the next couple of months, so sign up for the podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts, and you'll automatically get those future episodes downloaded into your phone. In closing, I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Come back next time for a couple of stories about another kind of wisdom from our book about life lessons from the cat. I'll be talking about the innate wisdom of cats and their uncanny ability to act as natural therapists. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.